going on, bro? How was the how was the games at Rick? Um, games were pretty good, honestly. I sat in there for a few hours. Um, I actually enjoyed it. You know, I can watch basketball all day, so it was pretty good. A lot of a lot of coaches were there. I was surprised by that. Yeah, Cody was telling me. Uh, Brad Stevens. Um, well, Rick Pitino was also there a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are high school prospects, right? That were there. Uh, those are prep. Prep teams, I believe. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, well, to get started, I mean, I'll tell the viewers a little bit as they're coming in uh, about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and, like, what you're all about. Um, my name is Damian Tugger. People know me my DJ Tugger. Um, I'm from Boynton Beach, Florida, um, South Florida mainly. Um, I'm a sophomore here at Rick on the men's basketball team, and I'm a winner, a ball player, and you know, I get to it. Um that's pretty much it. Yeah, bro. I mean, so, you know, starting as early as, like, your youth days, tell me when, like, a true passion for uh, basketball, like, really started for you. Um, A true passion for basketball started at probably two when I first started. Um, From the day I was born, the basketball has always been in my hands, no matter yeah. what. Um, both of my parents played. My grandma played. Um, my grandma played. Who played? Yeah, my <laughs> Granddad was an athlete. He played. He was actually one of the first black men to ever play at my high school, which I didn't know. He told me that um, a couple years. One day he was taking me to practice. He told me that, and I'm like, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah. So, uh, athletes, just full family athletes, honestly. That's awesome, man. So like growing up, obviously those are like your role models. You watched them growing up. But as far as like watching the game, like professionally, like who did you kind of model your game around and try? try to like take their skills and kind of apply it to yours like uh, professional athletes like in the NBA maybe even like the NFL like if you play a different sport but mm -hmm. uh growing up I was um I played multiple sports so um mainly is basketball but I did run track growing up um I did play football also um me personally a lot of people know this I watch LeBron I'm uh, I love LeBron like I model my game after him um <laughs> If not a lot of people know, but he knows what players are going to do, when they're going to be, and how they're going to do it before the game even starts. And for me, I try to I try to model that and just be a good player, just put everybody in the right position, try to help everybody out, and, you know, just play my game. Yeah, for sure. So LeBron definitely gave you that passion to dunk, get that bounce that you yeah. bring in pregame warm-ups. So when did, that, when did that come about, like pregame warm-ups? When did you guys start that ritual where you'd, you know, kind of get the team hype, with, uh, you know, up on a dunk? Um, it was, it was kind of like, it wasn't planned, honestly. It just happened. Um, we all, you know how the season started, everybody comes together. Um, it was just one game we were just like, let's, let's get hyped, let's get going. And, um, I didn't know. Me personally, they was like, yeah, you got the most hops on the team. Me, I'm just doing me. So they're like, go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. Um, ever since then, we've been doing it every game. Yeah, for sure. And I, wanna, I don't want to jump the gun to, uh, yet, but I want to ask you more about, like, your high school days right now. Um, explain to me what it was like playing, like, uh, Atlantic Community Co uh, Community High School in Florida, mm -hmm. right? So, like, what was that, like, uh, your first couple years in? And uh, when did you start to get, like, important minutes and start playing, like, your role and, you know, get on the map like that? Um, we'll just start coming into high school. I was um, among the, the best of the best in my county. So I had a big name, not a big, big name, but people people knew me. Um, I went in as a freshman automatically. 
we got in, worked worked really, really hard. Um, I understood the game and took my time. Um, I was ready to go. I was in the rotation. I was in the top seven or eight my freshman year. And then I got hurt in our first game. It was like a preseason game. Um, I got hurt. So it took like half of the season for me to come back. Like the second half of the season, I came back, was able to play. Um, wasn't in the rotation much because I was young. So I missed out on the experience part. But that summer, I worked off. And ever since then, I was a starter. So my sophomore year, I started. Um, I was on the first team every year since. And you know, just how it happens. Yeah, so were there any, like, other teams, like, besides high school that you played for to kind of get your name recognized for, like, uh, the college level? Um, travel, like that? travel ball, I played for my city league team. That's where I played most of my travel days, AU days. Um, with Boy and Heat, um, I can't thank them enough. They they really see me grow, and they, they trusted me all the time. I also did a circuit for a few years with um, Team Knight, Brandon Knight's team. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a that was a fun experience because with my city league team we traveled a lot, but with the Adidas circuit we actually got to see a lot more. We were able to do more, and we were just able to play in front of any and every you could think of. Honestly speaking, playing with four or five, six other guys with D one looks, offers from everywhere you could think of, it just brought a lot of attention on us. Yeah. So with that experience and like you know nearing like the end of like your high school career and stuff. Um, like what were what were some like memorable moments that like still kind of stick with you to this day that um, you know kind of maybe define you as a basketball player or that just kind of always sticks with you and you just always remember uh, from your high school. Um, me personally, growing up being on those teams, there's always going to be a star player. Um, I always was a star player on certain teams, but I wasn't on that circuit team, mm-hmm. and it just got me better. I, it was a chip on my shoulder because. Granted to that, I always wasn't the best player on my team until it got to, like, high school and city league and stuff like that. So I took it upon myself to just get better. And all of us, all everybody on that team, we just we just battled and we got better. We did our own thing in our different schools. We all were starters. And it, like, helped me grow because at that level, I knew I was good, but it pushed me to continue to get better because these guys were top of the top. Of the top. That's the best. Yeah, right. So at that, like, high level, like – what kind of offers were you getting, like, you know, your senior year? And um, how did you, like, mainly, mainly decide that you wanted to go to Rick? Um, my Going into my senior year, I had a couple of D2 looks. Um, I didn't have many D1 looks. I had a few. I had two HBCU looks. Um, they just showed mild interest. It wasn't nothing crazy. Um, I did I did come a long way from now to then, so I had to, to get better at some things, work on a lot of things. But the coaches were in contact with me and my coaches at the time. Um, I know I remember Alcorn State, and I had a couple D2s. I don't remember the names of them. But uh, with COVID, COVID messed up a lot of opportunities for me. Right, yeah. Um, due to the fact I was a high school kid, I was young, of course. Um, college recruiting, they're more so into getting guys with experience. I didn't have college experience because I was coming fresh out of high school. So I kind of missed out on that opportunity. But towards the end of the summer, right before um, – the fall semester, Rick reached out to me. I wasn't too sure about it, but I took the opportunity because I wanted to to play basketball still, and I felt like that's what was needed to happen. Yeah, so, like, with Rick's offer and things like that, were there any, like, uh, maybe, like, pre-college experiences that you played, like, in an arena 
or you know that you've had so like somewhat somewhat similar to like this college experience that you have now that you that kind of prepared you for the college level for your freshman year uh no nah, not really honestly speaking playing with that travel team with team night yeah. i played on the highest pedestals in front of all the coaches and stuff like that so i believe that was my moment and that brought me a lot of experience because when you're playing at that high of a level um there's not there much there's not much room for you know mess ups and mistakes like that so you got to play with um poise you got to keep your cool all the time and you have so many eyes on you so you got to bring your best every single night yeah Brandon that team like uh, talking about Brandon Knight's uh travel team that must have been a huge experience for you that must have like gave your name so much more of a boost than you know what it was already at with your mm -hmm. high school um were there any other like kind of like NBA like experiences like that that you had along the road before going to college or like you might have like now or mm, no nah, not really um me personally I just try to watch as much NBA basketball as I can because yeah. the, the league the league is way different from college it's totally different something that I learned um the best best they play at their own pace yeah um, college basketball is more fast more fast pick up fast all that NBA is more so relaxed um Every player, if you watch LeBron, he plays at his own pace. He he will shoot. He will go. He will um, take off, but he plays at his own pace. Yeah, sure. And, you know, not, not to get on the topic of LeBron, but I'm a huge Knicks fan. You can see, like, the Carmelo jersey. <laughs> but tough, tough loss yesterday for the Knicks. Mm -hmm. You know, look at it back. But going back to you, you know, with Rick, like we were talking about with COVID, how COVID, you know, kind of shut things down. I'm actually a sophomore myself. So mm -hmm. when I was a freshman, like, the – like, I was trying to get into the broadcasting, obviously trying to get on campus involved. I didn't really know anybody, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm from Rhode Island, so it was a little okay. easier to, like, commute and things like that. But, you know, mm -hmm. Zoom, all the Zoom things. Like, as far as you, like, for, with basketball, what was what was that experience like your freshman year with all the COVID restrictions? I know you guys only played, like, seven games or something like that, right? Yeah. Um. Honestly speaking, I don't think a lot of people would have been able to survive that. Mm -hmm. Um. That was actually, like, a big step in my life and it's crazy you say that because basketball brings you so many opportunities but with the COVID year last year it was really hard for us as a team to jail um we couldn't practice you know practices you have everybody no one's missing stuff like that we had to practice in pods so it was like four or five of us um we didn't get to start playing with each other until like mid-season or like our fourth or fifth game but after that we really couldn't gel together, be together, practice together. So it was it was a struggle. We had to really learn as we went. Um, last season wasn't the best of the best seasons, but as a team, we did learn a lot and we did come together towards the end. Yeah, for sure. And like for like as a student, like you know, going like student wise, like what was it like coming into like a new state? You know, not really knowing anybody. And how did you like bond with your team at first? Um, it's funny you say that because coming from Florida. That was a big step in my life. Um, I got here, no one you want. Um, but just to piggyback, basketball brings a lot of opportunity. You meet a lot of people. Um, I got here, my teammates took me in like no other. They kept me in the wreck with them from the get-go. Um, I was in quarantine my first two weeks here, so I missed out on a lot of hanging out, doing this, doing that. But when I did get out, my team and I were in the wreck every single day playing pickup, working out, doing stuff like that. Our coaches had us in there um, doing preseason, and we, we just got to it. We just got to it, and I got comfortable. The more we played and the more we hung out outside of basketball, I got more comfortable. Yeah, so did they welcome you in, or did they kind of try to show you up, you know, because they were the upper guys, like you're, you're the new guy coming in? 
no, how, they, how the first couple practices like? They they welcomed me in. Um, as a senior coming into college, as your freshman year, you you still live on that high pedestal you had in high school. So it's it's a definitely a humbling moment, and that's something that I needed. Not saying I was one of those guys that were over the top or anything like that, but I did feel like I'm capable of doing this. I do this. I do that. Coming off of my high school career and coming to college, um, I didn't expect a lot. So yes. it opened my eyes to a lot of things, um, coaching, how they coach in practice, the players, how they play in practice. So it's it's a whole different ball game and it's a lot more serious than high school ball. Yeah, definitely. And how has your relationship with these guys grown over the course of these two years? And how has it helped you uh, with this season? You know, the season that you guys have had, the tremendous season so far. Looking back at it now that we're talking about it, um, we've come a long way. Um, I consider these people, these not these people, these guys as my brothers. Mm -hmm. um, I go out there and I play for them every single night. Um, if you watch the game, there's times where we're talking, we might not agree on things, but at the end of the day, we're still brothers and we're still going to play hard for each other. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like that in the beginning. It was everybody was more so to themselves. We did play together. We did like each other. Um, but it just takes time for everybody to gel. So from then to now, we've come a long way. We're way closer than what we were in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. So that freshman year, like summer, uh, what was it like preparing for like this season now? Like, you know, with COVID, mm -hmm. uh, like the restrictions kind of being uplifted a little bit now you've had obviously like a full season. Like how, how, what was, how was that summer like for you, like preparing? Going into my freshman year or coming into going, this year? Like going into this year now, like this current uh, year. This summer, um, this summer was the most different summer. And one, because I stayed on campus all summer. Yeah. Um, I took the time to say like, hey, I've been in Florida all my life. Let's let's make a change. So I decided to stay up stay up north. Um, I did orientation. I worked for orientation in the first month in June. Um, and then July, I chose to work with kids with basketball camp, and that helped me out a lot because I was able to mentor younger kids, like the future of the youth. I was able to get them going, um, help them with basketball, and it and they take the game more seriously because at their age they just think, oh, I'm just gonna dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot. And I want to be Steph Curry, LeBron, Kevin Durant, stuff like that. And I was able to help teach them the little things that they needed to do to become better basketball players. And that helped me out as a player because certain things you know growing up, you already know it's already in your mind. But as I'm teaching it, I'm also learning at the same time. So just how I'm teaching them to go hard in every drill I'm, I'm telling them to do over the summer, no one was looking. I was doing the same exact thing. Um, I played a lot of basketball this summer especially in the men's leagues. I played in three different leagues. I played three days a week. Um, I met a lot of people, a lot of connections, um, and I just learned so much. And I actually learned more about my game because there's a different type of basketball here than there is back, back home in South Florida. Yeah, for sure. And I want to definitely – I want to ask you about uh, the, um, the summer leagues. Did you go in uh, – did you play in any summer leagues in Johnston? In uh, I actually did. I played a few games, not this summer, but it was more so like a fall league kind of. It was a men's league. I played uh, like two, three games, but I had to get ready for um, the basketball season this year because we started practicing around that time. But that league, that league was kind of fun. Um, a couple of guys I did play over the summer in those other leagues actually played in it. So it was just like playing them all over again. Um, playing with men, you know, they're gonna get you better. They think smarter. They're gonna play harder, and they're gonna they're gonna teach you. You have to learn. And you have to go go as you as you play. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I grew up in Johnson. I've been in Johnson like my whole life. Like that 
rec center probably opened like two, three years ago. You know, I've been playing there ever since. Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely a great place to learn. Definitely a great place for tournaments and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, talking about going back to like the youth, uh, what like age groups were you coaching and like what, uh, like how did you get yourself into that like over the summer? Um, I always wanted to, to be involved with basketball because growing up, I was never able to do what I did this summer. I was always that kid in the camp learning from others. Mm -hmm. And I always learned from the best of the best. And those are people I still look up to today. And um, I just feel like this summer was my opportunity to be one of those guys. And I was able to, you know, give back. Um, the basketball camp I worked, we had the youngest age, I believe, to be like seven or eight. And I think the oldest was to be like 16. So I had a mixture of both. Some days I was with the younger kids and some days I was with the older kids. Um, it, it just taught me a lot because it doesn't matter what age you are, the game of basketball is still the same. Yeah. And you, can, you can learn, you can play, and you could have a different skill set from everybody. And everybody in that camp had a different skill set. Mm -hmm. And it just it opened my eyes a lot that I was able to actually teach them and they actually understood and learned from it and respected me as a younger adult. And they still like took it as like, hey, he plays college, he knows what he's talking about and we're gonna listen to him. Yeah, but, was it hard? Yeah, that was, that was a cool moment for me, honestly. Yeah, so like you said, like, you know, each age, like it doesn't matter what age you're coaching, it's still the game of basketball. Was it harder to teach? Was, did you have like different like teaching methods to like the littler kids as opposed to like 16 year old kids that are in high school like their second year of high school? Um, yes, because the younger kids, you know, them, they, they have so much energy. So they they wear you out. Um, there's, there's times where they just run, 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 and they don't, they don't really like take the time to listen. So you have to really take your time with them and really open their eyes and say like, Hey, let's calm down. Let's do the little things and we can go back to that. So it, it took the first, the first week was kind of tough for me. Uh, although I still had fun. But after that, it was it was just on. The ball was running after. That. That's dope, man. That's that's so cool to hear. Like the experience that you went through, you know, mm -hmm. for kids and like coming from like completely different state. Cause it's like I said, it's cool to talk to these guys, like your teammates and stuff. Because mm -hmm. me coming into school, I'm thinking, you know, around college, like these kids are often around here. But mm -hmm. so dope to hear what you uh, what you've accomplished, what you've been doing so far. But like, going back to like your sophomore year, like right now, currently. Um, before the start of the season, did you know if there was going to be any, like, restrictions with COVID going back to that, like, uh, if you were going to have a full season, like, and, like, did you know, like, what your role was going to be uh, as far as playing-wise? Um, before the season, I more so did not know what was going to happen because my team itself did not know what was going to happen. Yeah. We were all locked in trying to just win games. That we didn't really care what had happened. Um, yeah. You know, we just take – we take battles – by, by the storm and we just get them done um we didn't know we were going to have a real season because of COVID um but we just said hey with it like let's just go out and win ball games um me personally coming into this season I did not know what my role was um all my life I've been a guard um I have played the four some sometime but it was a it was a big adjustment to going in and being a scorer and going role player so I just took that advantage took that to my advantage and I was able to do both which I'm doing now yeah exactly you've got you've been playing a huge role off the bench like a couple mm -hmm. 20 point games here and there and like very good like very important moments uh minutes um what do you feel like you know going forward now that you have to maybe you yourself have to improve in as a whole and like as your team as well to like continue to go on this championship run that you guys have been seeking now the rest of the season uh me personally 
I believe that I need to bring, continue to bring more to the table. Each and every game, I bring something different. Um, either that's I have a rebounding, I have a, a game with I have like six or seven assists, mm-hmm. or I come in and I have like a really good shooting day. Um, me personally, I just want to do all of the above because at the end of the day, if I do my job and all my teammates are in the right headspace and they're moving and they're playing well, I think no one will be able to play with us, honestly speaking. We, I've seen it, man. Like, you guys have all the pieces. You guys got it all together. All you got to do is the rest of the season just keep it together. Like, you, Jordan, Shion, Keyshawn, Oos, like, you guys all, you know, of course, like, more of the bench players too, like Jared, all you guys, you guys got it all, man. And I'm hoping that you guys get on this championship run because that would be sick for me to call a championship game for you. I'm hoping. I'm hoping and praying. And I hope that the Murray Center hosts it, like I said, so I can call it. Um, but to kind of, you know, wrap it up, uh, today, I appreciate your time again. What has been like your favorite, uh, your favorite game that you've played in so far this season? My favorite game this season would be, um, I would say the Western Connecticut game was fun, but I would say the UMass Dartmouth game we lost. That was a crazy game. That was probably. That game showed that we could play with anybody and we could fight through adversity. And nonetheless, we all came together and we were up most of the game. And we have played like that since we left for break. So we were all on the same page. We were all playing hard and everybody put in a collective effort. And we we play like that. Everybody's going to have fun. Um, I remember Jordan had a well game. I had a well game. I came in. Um, did my part. Um, I remember I got a, a dunk. I, I made a cute play at the end, and we were just we were just rolling. Like if we play like that, I, I feel like we would win the whole thing. Honestly speaking, we just got to continue to make adjustments on the road. Yeah, definitely for sure. You guys will definitely get that momentum going. And um, I actually do want to ask you one more question uh, from you, like uh, your player type. Um, how did you get that? You know, I always say, I always mention it, that corner three, that hot spot. <laughs> I always I always mention that because I always see you shooting from the three. Uh, especially in the corner. So uh, how did you develop that that jump shot one, and how did you uh, realize that the corner was, like, one of your hot spots? Um, growing up, my dad has always, you know, critiqued my game, helped me out, talked to me. He always told me growing up, because um, he, he played ball also. So yeah. I always – I was probably, like, you know, like that one little kid growing up, like, hey, I want to play with the man, blah, blah, blah. And – he would tell me, go work on your game, go work on your game. And I just, I was like, I got time. I'm young. Cool. I always want to play with men. He he allowed me to play with the men, so I got stronger. I got tougher. And by the time I was in middle school, I wasn't the best shooter, but I was comfortable shooting. I used to knock down a lot of threes. Um, high school, it was the same thing. Um, I grew, so I had to learn how to play with my height and my, um, my body. And I was just able to play. Um, me personally, growing up, we watched the NBA All-Star Weekend a lot. And yeah. every time we would pay attention to the three-point shootout and the dunk contest, of course. Um, yeah. But he would only always tell me to maintain my focus with the, the three-point shootout. And he would always tell me to watch how the shooters release the ball and how they take their time and shoot. And it's all about mechanics. Um, you see Anthony Davis and anybody. You, it's all, many type of different players that can go in and knock that three down. And um, this summer, I just took it upon myself to say, like, hey, I'm going to be a way better player than I was last year because not a lot of people know who I was. I came in, knocked a couple threes down, but that was it. Uh, this summer, I really took the time to fix my mechanics, um, 
and work on the small things to take my game to the next level as a shooter. And the corner three is, you know, one of my favorite spots. It's the most comfortable. Yeah, for sure. I definitely hope hope to keep calling those shots, man. It's just it's when once you get going and you keep hitting like that is just it's the be it's the best basketball to watch when you see a guy get hot like that. Mm -hmm. um, you especially like Keyshawn and all those guys. Mm -hmm. um, but like that's kind of all the questions I got wrapped up uh, for like your playing career and stuff like that. What do you think? What do you think of Cam's Corner so far, and who might you want to see uh, as a future guest? Maybe on the, uh, on the podcast too as well. Cam's Corner, I've been watching since uh, the first interview with my teammate Shot. Uh, I absolutely love it. I'm a podcast guy. Um, I watch a lot of podcasts. Um, I am an athlete, all types of things. I'm a sports guy also, so I watch these type of things all the time. Uh, what you're doing is probably the best of the best. Um, I recommend it. Especially for guys like me in college, um, we look up to things like this. So when you asked me to come on here and talk a little bit, I was excited. I was telling yeah. all my family and everything like that. So I just let her do things like this. Um, a future guest? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of us on our team that you can you could pull to the side and and really get a good podcast out of them. I would probably say, I would probably say Jared or uh, Jared or Jordan. Jared or Jordan would probably be a really good podcast for you, honestly speaking. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't want to, like, give any, like, you know, like, things away yet. But I want to tell you, like, I wanted to try to get you, Shy, Keyshawn, like, all you guys, Jordan, Oos, Jared, like, all together at one. Maybe, like, at Rick somewhere or something like that. I can shoot. We all have a sit down about the season, like, you know, at the end of the season once you guys are all, you know, schedule free and you guys aren't too busy. I feel like that would be, like, a really, really cool uh, episode to put out. Um, yeah. Down for like 45 minutes, an hour, or something like that. So that's definitely still in the works. I'll definitely reach out to all you guys at once once I figure it out. Um, you know, let them know so they get a little hype for it because you know, that's once the season is uh, like, you know, officially over, um, hopefully not soon because I do, like we said, I want to get that, I want that ring, and I, I need that. Yeah, need I, that. Gotta, I gotta get that ring. Man. I, I did a lot of work this summer, I know we as a team did too, and, and that's all we've been thinking about. We just take proper steps to get there, honestly speaking. No doubt, man. And you guys will definitely get guys. You guys will definitely get there with that mindset you guys have had, the way you've been playing. So, you know, again, I appreciate the time, Damien, so much. I can't wait to see you guys. You guys play on the ninth, right? That's Wednesday will be our first game back in person with fans. So uh, we gotta pack no. the, we gotta pack the arena. That's our one of our last, one of our last games, one of the two last games at home. Right. And I'll definitely get the word out as well too. So. Um, again, appreciate the time, Damien. I'll see you soon, and uh, I'll let all your teammates know uh, about the big news soon for sure. Always, always appreciate you having me. No problem, bro. Stay safe.